Thank you for listening to our podcast. By listening to our podcast, you acknowledge, understand, and agree to the following policies and disclaimers. By listening, you agree that this is not a substitute for mental health care. Although we are licensed professionals, this is for educational and informational purposes only. Our podcast, website, Facebook, Instagram is to be used for self-help purposes and for personal use only. No post should be considered professional advice. All information is general information only. We are not providing mental health services, attempting to diagnose, treat any physical, mental, or emotional issues, conditions, nor diseases. You are participating voluntarily, and any interaction does not constitute a client-therapist relationship. This is not a substitute for counseling nor coaching. Always seek advice from your mental health and or medical professionals if you have any specific questions and how this information may or may not be pertinent to you. Our social media accounts are not monitored on a regular basis. If you are in a mental health crisis, please call 911, go to your nearest emergency room, or contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you do not agree nor understand this consent and disclaimer, please stop now and do not access our podcast. Please continue at your own risk. Welcome to Belonging is Overrated. I am Casey. I am Lindy. And this Welcome is to ep- episode eight. Yes, we are on episode eight. And <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? Casey, we are going to talk about something that we didn't even plan on talking about. Just you said it. And I was like, yeah, let's go with that. Isn't that the best though? Yeah, it is. Yes. So today we are talking about triggers. Tripping our triggers. What trips your trigger? Ugh. So what does that even mean, Casey? What is a trigger? People use the word trigger a lot. Activated, triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean to you? So that's a very, it's very common now that you'll hear that everywhere. So in um, social media and the news and, and education and everything, there's all these things about trigger or trigger warnings. And so I think, yeah, it's a great thing for us to just discuss what triggers are because people might not have any idea um, mm-hmm. and might just associate it with, oh, they're, they're too sensitive. People are too sensitive these days, which is not the case. The, the triggers have always been around. It's just the word that we are using to identify and communicate to others that we are feeling a certain way about things. I talk to people about triggers or they talk to me or come to me about about whatever's going on. What I talk to them about is like these little moments, these certain things, images, smells, situations, communications that trigger your brain to go into fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. And simply that's, that's what it is. And a memory, it could be a smell. It's a wide range of things. Flips your brain into fight or flight and where you're- Or freeze. Un- or freeze, yes. Fight or flight, fight, ugh, fight, fight or fle- freeze. And you're unable to regulate. You yeah. are either, you know, dysregulated where you're high up and maybe are more emotional, angry, aggressive, or, you know, you can um, deregulate, be lower and just be unable to function at all. Mm -hmm. I get that a lot in my sessions. I don't know why I reacted that way. I don't even remember that. Like thing happened to me. They told me they didn't tell me whichever, but um, I always say we're not in February, 2023 anymore. We are in whatever that time was and we are not we don't have the information and the knowledge that we have today we just get sent right back it's like we're in an immediate time machine 
And it's, you know, back to that. And we might not remember, but in the book, The Body Keeps Score, it says we don't have to put words to something our body remembers, said more eloquently, but essentially that's what it's saying. What do we do when we get triggered? How do we know what to even do if we're living in the past, Casey? It could be a really difficult thing to know this. You have to really do your own internal work to recognize when you are going into those modes because it can be a split second. Like it, you can't even register that you have flipped into in that way in which you're not able to be in the present. And you might have no idea what is doing it. Um, We all probably have an experience where maybe you smell something and you're like, that reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on it. It's a negative thing. You know, you could easily flip into the, the more emotional side of your brain, or it could be a happy feeling. And you're like, oh yeah, that reminds me of my cookies or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And with my mom and it's a happy memory. It's a lot of self-reflection and tracking and being aware of your body, what's going on. It's going to take a while to recognize these. And really Mm -hmm. you have an incident that happens and you walk yourself backwards. What happened? What were some of the things that were going around and then putting yourself in that situation? What were the noises? What were the sound, you know, the sounds, the smells, the people, what was going on in the TV? If the TV was there, the, you know, the things outside and really getting a picture of what was happening in that moment that maybe had you flip into that. Yeah. And, And then there's one more, right? Because usually they'll say nothing was even going on. It just hit me. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll say, let's take a step back. Let's go mm-hmm. one before that. And and what were you doing? What was around you? What was said? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's something as as much as, you know, you're putting your fingers on a hot stove and flipping your hand mm-hmm. back. Like, that's how fast it happens. We have no control over that. That's an automatic response. And usually it's due to trauma. I mean, it can be happy memories, too. Every time the garage door opens, I'm going to get treat. Uh, my mm-hmm. dog thinks that. So that can be a really happy memory, the, the conditioning and, and all of that. We, we definitely have to do our work and recognize our triggers so that they don't catch us so off guard and, and we can stay in 2023 and we know I am safe, but when we're activated, we don't. And so like right now, you and I could be talking. We both know we're safe. We're in our own homes, all the things. And then there could be a trigger. And then all of a sudden, one of us is dysregulated and we don't realize we're safe and we're exactly in the exact same spot as we were when it started. Yes. And I, I have sometimes people tell me, hey, I've not, I'm having these experiences, but I've never experienced any kind of trauma. And you don't have to have trauma. Like we just, like you just said, we don't ha- you don't have to have trauma to have triggers or have this where your brain flips and you are dysregulated. And so it could be that, yeah, there's 5 million noises going on and, you know, somebody just came through the door and slammed it and oops, that slamming of the door is just what sent you over the edge and um, Mm -hmm. you get really snappy and irritable. So those, those type of things could be, or we think of like even other sensory stuff of like, oh, I'm feeling so itchy. I'm not in my body and like that. The, all those pieces of it, you're not present. You're you're either in your head and you're just worried or you're, you know, thinking about other things, but not focusing on being calm and being here. And we don't have to have a big T trauma either. Mm-hmm. Like we right. don't have to have a house fire or a car accident or a death or an assault, et cetera, et cetera, to have yeah. triggers. And so 
small traumas, I think uh, people overlook because the old people have it worse than me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, trauma can be a multitude of different things. And I think it's how we classify it. And can you explain to everyone what a big T and little T trauma, what that means? Big T trauma is something that is life-changing, correct? A major uh, threat of our lives, possibly, or someone that we love, a threat of harm to ourselves or others. Like um, the traditional things you think about when you're, when you're a lay person or what, you know, you're thinking trauma, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. abuse, natural disasters, huge changes, things like that. Yeah. And the little T's could be like, fell in front of my classmates walking up the stairs. And that was so embarrassing and, and traumatic to me. Now, maybe it wouldn't be to you. But it is to me or little T traumas are more, I'll say like day to day things, but are impactful. They might not be life threatening uh, or harm to ourselves or others. But sometimes when people say I don't have any trauma, I find that hard to believe um, because there are different types of trauma. But then there's also the trauma that we don't remember, right? Like our implicit memories that we don't want to remember. Our body doesn't allow us to remember. Um, or excuse me, our mind doesn't, or we don't put words to it, but our body certainly does. Mm-hmm. The old, I have no idea why I responded that way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. You know, those kind of things. And it's not impossible for a traumatic event to have happened and us not to know. I recently had somebody ask me about if a client was triggered. So I have tattoos, you have tattoos. Mm-hmm. What if a client was triggered by a tattoo that I had? Well, I think this goes back to session one where we find the right fit. But, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that you could maybe put on, depending on where your tattoo is, say it's on your arm, right? Like you could maybe put on a sweater that you have on the back of your chair. But the one time you might forget the sweater or forget to put it on, then yeah, that could be really a hindrance. So you might have to have a pretty frank conversation that if something on me or my looks are going to be triggering, we might need to find a better fit. Mm-hmm. How did you answer it, Casey? Yeah, good. I The way in which I answered it was um, I would address it similar to like other previous episodes that we've talked about. Like <laughs> I would address it and that would be a, a key. Like if you are getting triggered by this and it's causing you that much stress, that's an area we need to work on clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if something like an everyday object is going to cause you that much distress, you can be triggered by that, but you're still going to have to be in the daily living world So Mm -hmm. how are we going to work to get you to be able to see those triggers, but it not impacting you so much that you, you know, you're debilitated. So if, yeah, I, I can respect that. And I would put, I would put it, I would try to watch it. And maybe we would talk about like, if I was to forget to do something, but it would really be a part of the work in therapy because, you know, you're never going to know exactly whatever everybody's going to be wearing or saying mm-hmm. or doing, and you still need to be able to, to manage in, in life. Yeah. And so I actually have a little bit of a rebuttal to that. Yeah. Um, although, you know, there is, what is it? Over 50% of Americans have tattoos, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's some mm-hmm. staggering number. Maybe it's over 50%. doesn't matter to, to my rebuttal, but general population USA. Yes. 
you know, you're going to see about half the people that have tattoos, but is it a, a specific tattoo or is it mm -hmm. B your person of a person they're looking up to for guidance, um, to work together, to be vulnerable with. And mm -hmm. if you have a tattoo, which is triggering to them, you might remind them of somebody that they thought they could trust and they couldn't. Yeah. At the grocery store, you're going to have to figure out what your deal is with tattoos, but mm -hmm. in a therapeutic relationship, I think they have the power to, if they wanted to change because of tattoos being triggering and maybe even change for a while, get used to therapy and then come back mm -hmm. if they wanted to. But in that relationship dynamic of therapist client, they do have the right to say, Ugh. not that mm -hmm. you said they didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but, oh yeah, of course. Um, I think that that could be triggering and it could really hinder therapy. Mm hmm yeah. And I think that also speaks to kind of probably the, the style we've always, I think we've talked about a couple different times. I'm of like in your face, like we're let's deal with this now. <laughs> like, and you're like, no, sometimes people don't want to, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, I think it, th people definitely have the right to, and they always do. And people will move on to different therapists or whatever because of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my take on it. Cause I, cause I think the question was where like what types of tattoos as well? Like, I'm not going to put something like as myself, as a professional, I'm not going to put something like blatantly offensive, <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm not going to put something that I know is blatantly offensive like on my, naked, like back in the day, they used to have naked women. Yeah. Men. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, would, or like want... some kind of sign, like gang sign or, you know, whatever, something. Um, but also a cross, if I don't believe and you have a cross, which actually I do have a cross. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, on my sleeve and that could be offensive too. Gosh, oh, here yeah. she is. She's going to get me to believe in something that I don't or don't want to believe in. And that's okay. Yep. And then I think the also take is on as therapists as this is our profession. Like I, I came in the stance and when I was having this conversation is that like, I, I'm not going to not get tattoos because it might potentially trigger a client. Mm -hmm. um, and if it does, it does. We can work through it or we can't and it just moves on. But I'm not, I'm obviously going to, because I'm, I'm just a good human, not going to put, you know, F you on my arm. <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, not put a skull on mm -hmm. because it might potentially trigger someone because I like skulls. And yeah, same. I'm not going to change my life for potentially other people, I guess. Absolutely. Because you're going to, you know, for as many people as you could potentially trigger with tattoos, you could potentially attract that many people with tattoos as well. Mm -hmm. Like she gets it. She's mm -hmm. down to earth. She's, you know, one of us or, you know, we're all the same. If tattoos are triggering and you don't see that to be, conducive in a therapy environment, then absolutely mm -hmm. something that could be addressed or, or just avoided and, and not go to somebody that has tattoos. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. And this Lay it might, on me. This, and I don't know if this is, this could be controversial and we might have differing opinions. Oh, um, good. I don't, I don't even know what to, technically how there is a push for trigger changing significant parts of day-to-day -day life. I, I don't even know how I'm trying to say oh, this. Oh, like a like, trigger warning. And yeah, then, and yeah. then 
and presenting then, something. Yeah. So trigger warnings, um, but trigger warnings for every, I've, I've seen this come across mm -hmm. where there's trigger warnings, but then maybe somebody's talking about something and then people, and this is like video type of things usually, but then people get upset because they didn't do a trigger warning about X, Y, and Z, which you can't do. I mean, I don't know. I think everybody needs to be responsible for their own trauma. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really surprised that we didn't agree on this, Casey. You know, we generally agree on the big things, but yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, like if you want to be uh -huh. pissed that you're not getting all these trigger warnings and, and if you're uh -huh. pissed listening to this, you're more than welcome to shoot us an email. We're mm -hmm. more than welcome to listen or more than welcome, whatever. If you are just looking for triggers and mad that you're not getting trigger warnings, then you recognize you have triggers and guess what? Therapy mm -hmm. would be perfect for you yes. so that you can work on your triggers because as a general population USA, anything that you or I could say or do in a day could trigger someone. Mm -hmm. And I think that is exactly what I was trying to dance around and get to and couldn't articulate the words appropriately. And I think we have the same stance on it. Like I totally, I totally get where you do have trigger warnings for certain things where, mm -hmm. I mean, especially when it's like significant abuse or you're going to be showing graphic images or having graphic, you know, language, Absolutely. Um, I, I know for myself, I, I been in many different like trainings and conferences and, you know, even teaching and, um, there will be people who don't know how to read the room and all of a sudden we'll go deep dive into some pretty significant abuse and not, and you're just like, Whoa, this is not, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that. And I'm in my, you know, learning brain, not my like therapist wall put up brain and I was mm -hmm. not ready to transition. So that's where I like the, the trigger warning for big things of like, okay, I know I need to transition my brain into being in a different space so I can take that in. Um, mm -hmm. or, you know, for some people then yeah, not listen. Uh, but I absolutely love how you said, like, we need to be responsible of our, our own trauma and recognizing the the triggers is, I mean, that's awesome if you can. And then you know how to, their, your next steps are to work through them. Yeah. Right? It's an invitation. Yeah. You know, you've recognized something and now you know what to do with it, or hopefully you know what to do with it. Trigger warnings could be on everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so that's impossible. But I do think, you know, you and I have a pretty big podcast coming up about the S word. And mm -hmm. I think that will be a, we'll make sure that we explicitly state what we're going to talk about coming up mm -hmm. so that we don't catch anybody by surprise. Yeah. If you're watching a, a movie or a show, it's not their responsibility. I think you as a viewer and, and you as a, a consumer to take care of some of your past trauma. And does that mean we're not sorry? Of course not. We are, but Mm -hmm. that would, everything would be a trigger warning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But a wonderful opportunity for you to recognize like, Oh, being able to recognize your triggers is like a huge step. And that is, ends up being a lot of the work in therapy is like, so what is the triggers? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Having yeah. that, having it's that like knowledge did the work for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So was that the question of the day? Could have been. 
or we can have a question of the day. We did have a question on an email once about what do we take to our therapist? Um, some of the questions, some of the information. And so you could state, this is very triggering to me. This was a trauma that I had. It could be very beneficial in the therapy session. So we roundabout answered that question um, for the email. Yeah. yeah. And, and bringing it, and I think, like you said in the beginning, you might not have words to it and that's okay. Like I'm feeling this, like mm-hmm. my body feels jittery or I have difficulty thinking like, or, you know, just I saying just like, it feels ick. I, yeah. yeah. Like even if you can't articulate it well, even showing what that looks like in therapy can be very helpful. Yeah. So if you had a question of the day, Casey Baker, how would you ask that? Yeah. So you can send your questions of the day at belongingisoverrated at gmail.com. We also have social media. So we do have a little bit of social medias, the normals, the Facebooky, TikTok. We have a couple of videos on TikTok, so it's not like grand. And Instagram, I believe. So uh, yeah. those are the different, we need to get better at it, but you know, yeah, again, can't be perfect. Can't be perfect. But one thing that was really fun was last podcast, we talked about our pets oh, and yeah. we had so many fun pictures on Facebook. So belonging is overrated on Facebook. If you haven't seen it or followed us, go check out everybody's pet pictures and everyone that submitted. Thank you. That was so fun to see. They were adorable and feel free to post any pictures you want or send them in your emails when you said questions. Cause yeah. uh, we would love it and we could, I can't, we can't show them because <laughs> this is, you know, yeah, audio. we can't, but we enjoy seeing them and we share them with each other. It makes our day. And so again, thank you. And if you haven't already shared your pet picture, go for it. Um, share it. Yeah. Yes. We would love to see it. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in today. And we talked about what trips your trigger, Casey. Yes. And it does. (laughs) Goodbye. Adios. Adios.